Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am back. Um, took a little hiatus because my mental health went right down the drain. But here we are in May, <laughs> almost a complete month later. I hope everyone is doing well. I really missed you guys. If that makes up for it. <laughs> I honestly can say that... April was really rough for me, and I think a lot of that was a combination of my mental health going down the drain. It was the end of the semester. I had zero to no motivation. Um, I was so stressed out over my birthday. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was a lot going on, and honestly, like, I realized yesterday that spring is a hard time for me spring is always like a chaotic hectic season for me and I honestly don't know why I wish I could figure it out um but I feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of things like don't go my way during this season um a lot of it's mixed with a lot of surprises um a lot of things that I don't have control over and with me being who I am, I do not like not having control. I like being in control and having power in my life. So whenever I don't have that control, things feel very overwhelming. It feels like the world is against me. It feels like the world is ending, basically. Um... But I hope everyone's doing well. I I really just feel bad <laughs> for just disappearing, basically. Um, but at the end of the day, I have to put myself first. My mental health comes before anything. And I would not have felt good in my soul and my heart if I was putting out content that I wasn't even trying to do. Um and I really think that me just disappearing for a little bit with the podcast just reminded me like, hey, there's no rush to get better. Take your time. Do your thing. Because at the end of the day, people go through stuff. We might not know about it, but, you know, they'll come back when they're ready. And here I am talking to you guys once again almost a month later my bad sheesh so I'm gonna just give you guys a brief rundown of what I went through in April so even when April started I knew that it was gonna be a chaotic month I just had a gut feeling about it and honestly every single year around my birthday something chaotic happens something crazy happens just something is in the air in April and it screams you know what you keep on saying you're healed over all these traumas that have happened in your life but baby I'm telling you right now you are not healed sit back relax and stop trying to do all these things and I never listen Honestly, I never listen. I've never been the person to listen to my gut instinct, which is terrible. But I like to learn the hard way. And I feel like with this year in particular, um, it really came back to bite me in the ass. Uh, 
So I knew that I'm terrible when it comes to planning things out, aka my birthday. I never plan my birthday. I literally try to place it in somebody else's hand so that I don't have to deal with it because I'm the kind of person that I know a lot of people, but when it comes to like who I actually want to be around, spend time with, um, who I truly consider friends and not acquaintances, I feel like the list is kind of small. I'm kind of, it flat out is small. Um, and when I'm so sorry if you hear that, um, like I was saying, the people that I consider friends, most of those people I consider family, and that's a very small, selective group. Um, and trying to figure all of that stuff out, mind you, my birthday, <laughs> I planned all of it that same week because I waited too long. I was, I thought I, I thought I had everything together. It wasn't going to plan. It just wasn't working. So what I wound up doing was I just had a very small meeting. I only had of my friends. I only had like four of them. Yeah, during my birthday weekend, everybody else was like my roommate and her friends, um, which wasn't a problem for me because I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed myself a lot, actually, um, but it almost felt like I could have invited other people, but I have this fear, and I blame a lot of this on high school, that people would come to my events that I threw myself and be like, oh, I mean, like, it seems cool, but this is kind of lame. And <laughs> I'm the kind of person that, despite how much I've been working on trying to not care as much of what people think, I can't help but still try to impress others. So when people were asking me, oh, well, why am I not invited? I literally had to look at them and in my head, I was like, I don't want you to come because if you think it's lame, I don't know what what's going to happen to our friendship. But at the same time, my friends kept on reminding me like, well, Grace, if they truly care about you, and if you say that you're, you know, as close as you are and you're um, your friends, then that shouldn't matter to them. And honestly, the weekend was kind of like a reality check. Um it was a little frustrating just because I wanted certain people there and they did not show up. Um, <laughs> and I'm the kind of person that holds grudges. Um, people told me happy birthday. Some didn't. Um, some came out the woodworks and told me happy birthday. I don't know. April, around my birthday, I was dealing with that was a very low point for my mental health that week. Um, I spent most of that week crying. <laughs> I spent most of April crying, if I'm being honest. April showers were my tears, okay? And I think a lot of it was just because I was going through so much 
mentally. And I was not expressing that to anyone, mainly just because I was trying to like still accept the fact that I was going through it. Everything was still slowly processing and registering in my mind that by the by the time I realized like, okay, I'm going through this, I'm dealing with this, I'm getting help for this. I don't want to say it was too late, but by the po- by the time I realized it, I had already been hurting so many people because I was on edge for so long. So I was taking out all my frustration, my anger and everything out on the people that I cared about. Um, Because during this time, a lot of April, I was getting into petty arguments, disagreements, everything with people. I was extremely snappy and rude to people. I honestly, it was kind of, it's been like a out of body experience all of April because honestly, it's a little blurry if I'm being quite honest. And I do, all I could say about it was I was in such a low place in my life. Mind you, I have not had a suicidal thought in years. Years as in since like freshman year, first semester freshman year. So fall 2018, I reached such a low point that I started having suicidal thoughts again. And that hurts me to say And none of my friends know this, so if you're my friend listening to this, I'm really sorry. Um, For me to have those thoughts, it hurts because I know I'm I'm loved. And sometimes I just need to hear it. And I'm not, I don't like begging people to tell me certain things. I don't like asking for things. I want someone to just tell me, but at the same time, how could someone, you know, help me and say these things to me if they don't know what the hell I'm going through? If I'm not communicating that, how could anyone try to help me? But, of course, there were great moments to my birthday and around my birthday, honestly. Um, I'm part of a group, I guess you could say. And the weekend before my birthday, they had a social. I was, (laughs) I enjoyed myself very much. I spent time with people that I don't really spend time with. It was definitely one of those moments where, I kind of, I don't want to say I had to fake it till I made it, but it was definitely one of those situations where it was like, LOL, um, I still don't know that many people and I still know, you know, I'm not like fully back in my social realm, but we're going to get through it. And honestly, I had a great time. I danced. I talked to some people, saw some people. It was really nice. And it was a little, it was honestly really refreshing because I've always said this. I miss Grace of fall 2019. I miss girl because that was the girl that was so fearless. You know, she was a little too carefree, but she enjoyed life. She was the yes man. Almost any party that was there, she was there. She was enjoying herself. She was so full of life. And I miss that girl so much because that was a part of me that I lost after my car accident. And I honestly thought I was never going to get her back. But April made me realize that that girl was still has always been there. 
it's just I was so afraid to let that girl back out because usually when I let that side of me back out, something bad happens. So when I finally just let loose and did my thing and stopped caring, oh my goodness, I enjoyed life so much better. I wasn't worried about consequences. I was living in the moment. I was still responsible, don't get me wrong, but I realized, oh my gosh, why am I so tense? Why am I freaking out over littlest things? It was, oh my gosh, the realization of it was so clarifying that it was almost like, so you're telling me I had this part of me this whole time. I've just been afraid. Fear, literally fear. And all I could think about was all of these times and opportunities that people had invited me places, but I told them no because I was so afraid to be in a social setting. I mean, yes, I can blame part of it on corona, but I know if I have my mask up and by this time I was vaccinated, it was almost like, okay, now you're just making excuses. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? So that's what I'm going to do for myself this summer. I'm going to go out more. I'm going to do more things. I'm going to live my life. Be carefree. Be the grace that I know I am. Because there are some of my friends, mainly some of my guy friends, that have said to me, um, I went to one of their parties and they were like, I've never seen you this social before. Like, are you, I mean, like, I'm happy to see you like this, but like, what's going on? And my friends... They all said, like, they had looked at them. They're like, Grace is always like this. It's just, you know, sometimes she just has to get out of her head. And that's the crazy thing. When I stop analyzing things, sorry, I heard something. When I stop analyzing things and realize, oh, my gosh, it's not the end of the world if I do this. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, like, all I could think about is just how many times, like, I got to live in the moment and just thoroughly enjoy myself. I honestly can't say that I did a lot of that this semester. A lot of it I spent locked up in my room, not going anywhere, not trying to be social. And I think another part of the reason why I'm so motivated to get back out and be social is because I'm 21 now. I have zero restrictions over me now. So I should be living my best life because college is almost over. I'm sorry, I'm still, like, registering the fact that I'm a senior in college now, and that's, like, unbelievable. It's a little scary. Um, yeah, it's really messed up. <laughs> but I'm excited to see what comes, honestly. It's a little terrifying, but I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to do what I do best and live my life. Some other parts that happened in April was um, the fact that I came to the realization that I, as much as I want a relationship, the way my mental health is set up, the way that I'm just a natural uh what should I, how should I say this? I don't, it's like, I'm always stressed out. Let's just say that. So I worry about anything and everything. And 
I will say, I said I was not going to put my love life on blast on here. And this really isn't, like, on blast. But I have been talking to someone since February. We have not gone out. We have not done anything. It's literally just been over text. And I visited him a couple times at work. And honestly, (laughs) I wanted to stop talking to him on multiple occasions one reason was because I don't like when people say they have an interest in me and then they don't do anything about it that was one reason I thought about ending things with this person um another part of it was because ironically (laughs) he has the same name as my ex um small world honestly the third part to it was the fact that he is a genuinely good person and I can't say that most of the people I've ever dated um been with anything like that um were good people (laughs) and when I say that I mean this person does not smoke and let me tell you it is hard okay it's hard to find someone that does not smoke a black man that does not smoke that is hard he has legit sources of income um he's family oriented I I don't I feel like I did say this on here um I wrote a list at the beginning of the year of traits that I want to see in a partner not necessarily a husband but definitely in a partner um well yeah and a husband too but you know I'm not and I'm not ready for a husband right now. And when I say that this person fits so many qualities of that list, it's terrifying because I think I've had this struggle of trying to figure out if I'm worthy of love. And a lot of that comes from the fact of I have been, I don't want to say I've been around the block, but like I have a, I have a past, a past that, you know, at one point I wasn't proud about it, but I've come to terms with it and I just had to accept it because I can't change that. Um, I'm someone that can be a little reckless sometimes, whether it's with my actions or it's with my words. Um, I'm a person that I have a lot of values, but I tend to break a lot of those values. So for this person to genuinely care for me, want to be there for me, um, naturally supports me in everything that I do, it's almost like, okay, you're a great person, but I'm terrified to even like take things to the next step with you or to actually go out with you because I'm scared that when you see who I truly am, I don't know if you'll even look at me the same. And I've told him before, you know, if you had met me, whether it was last year, last semester, or whenever it is, whenever it was, I told him I genuinely genuinely don't think you would have liked me. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact of as much as I love myself, I still can't imagine someone truly loving me and truly wanting to be with me and that's a internal battle that I have to go through and 
it hurts. It's frustrating that that's even how I think, but I can't help it because being worthy of love is terrifying to me. I know my family loves me, but I feel like that's unconditional love. You know, at the end of the day, you have the choice to love, but there are just certain people in your life that you can't help but love. And, you know, you're never going to abandon them or anything. And I really do feel like my struggle with being loved is I try to make it as difficult as possible. I try to do things that are like, if you can't weather this storm out with me, then what the hell are you doing here? And I I, tr- I put them through a test. I try to be difficult. I want to see their reactions. And then I realize that's the reason why I don't have anybody because I try to push people away. And there's only so many times that you can push someone away and they'll stop. That's why I had to explain to one of my good friends. I told her, because she, she's the type of person that, you know, once she gets a little romance in her life, she will she will try to end it. Or she'll try to see, like, well, this person's going to leave anyway. I'm going to force them out of my life. And I got frustrated with her, which, honestly, is dumb. hypocritical. I'm a very hypocr- hypocritical person. I'm really starting to realize that. But I had told her, well, why are you trying to push this person out of your life? Yes, you know, they might be temporary, but you don't have a just you don't have a choice in that. If they're temporary, then okay, let them be temporary. Let them live out their purpose because obviously if they're sticking around this much and putting up with the crap that you're throwing at them, you know, there's a reason behind it. You know, I always say, like, God there's a reason why God has placed certain people in our lives. And as much as I try to comprehend that myself, I can't help but fight back on that thought because I'm like, I don't understand why they are here. Why did they appear at this time, at this place, when I was finally going through X, Y, Z? Like, I just don't understand any of it. And I have a hard time accepting that because I just want to, I want to understand. I don't want, you know, to, I don't want to be a little mystery like, oh, you got to wait and find out. No, I want to know right here, right now. Tell me the facts. Tell me what's going on because I can't handle not knowing what is going on. I'm very impatient. (laughs) I'm very, very impatient. But going through the motions with this person has taught me to not rush into things. Because the way that this is going extremely slow, I have gotten to know this person. I have been able to see characteristics of him that I do value a lot um and it's refreshing especially when I've been dealing with guys um that I've been um I don't know how exactly I want to say this um associated with acquaintance whatever we're just gonna say associated with um they're not bad people it's just I don't see anything with them seriously 
Um, and I kind of explained this to my friend recently. I said, the guys that I mess around with are usually people that have clout to an extent. Um, or like they're people that are known. Let's just say that. They're, it's not necessarily they have clout, but it's, they're definitely people that like you don't recognize them because of social media and yada, yada, yada. But the guys that I tend to date are a little bit more ducked off. You might know them, but you would only know them because like you ran into them, not because of social media. Um, and I told him that sometimes I struggle with the fact that I tend to date um, low-key people because with my ex, I know when there was a couple of times that we had went out around campus and we were like holding hands or, you know, like my arms were wrapped around his and it almost felt like I was a trophy um, because like we were running to some of his friends and they were like, oh, like that's your girl. Like, oh, wow. Like she's really pretty. Like, wow, like you really, you got yourself a good one. And it was almost like, yeah, like I know I'm, I'm that girl, <laughs> but you know, I'm not just a little thing that just dangles on your arm. I'm an actual person. I have a lot of depth to me. Um, and I feel like with the guys that I mess with who are kind of known, not even kind of, they are known, it's more of like if people were to find out that I messed with them, it wouldn't be like a, oh, how did you land him? Like it was, it would be more of like, okay, I can see that. Um, so it's a little... I don't know. It's very, it's a lot. Sometimes I feel like I read into things too much, but honestly, when do I not read into things? <sighs> Another reason why I was struggling in April was because after I did my last episode, um, I finally had a heart to heart session with my counselor and I came to the terms that, not the terms, I came to the realization that I have not fully healed from my traumas. Um, and coming to terms with that was extremely difficult. After I recorded that episode, I started bawling my eyes out crying. Um... Because every day, every single day, I tried to live a fearless life and I realized that as strong as I try to portray myself, as strong as I try to say I am, I realized I'm not that strong and I had to learn to accept that. When I put the episode out, I feel like I almost put out a false narrative of myself because I made it seem like I'm good, that I've moved on from the situation when in reality, I healed from the situation within the first year and then 
those other things happened to me and I never truly sought out help to heal from it. And then on my birthday, usually I don't check my activity. I don't really check like who follows me, who likes my pictures, all that other stuff. And I happen to check who liked my pictures that day. And lo and behold, the person who happened to like my picture and went back and liked another picture of mine was the guy I was messing with at the time of what happened to me in 2017. And when I saw their name, it brought up a lot of bad bad memories for me because there there's another side to the story that I just don't want to put my business out there but basically um because there was a whole reason why I had to come to terms with what had happened to me because of this person that I was messing with at the time and I never flat out said, like, this is what happened to me. I never did anything like that. And this person called me so many names. That was, I think that was one of the first times I had ever been called a bitch by a man. Correction, a boy. (laughs) A boy. Um, I was called dirty. It's called a lot of things that were very hurtful. Um, it was because of him that it took me months to truly even want to talk to or be with another guy. Um, because I was so afraid. And I think this is another reason to why I'm, I don't want to say I'm afraid to truly be with someone, but. I don't want someone to think less of me because of decisions I've made in the past, whether those decisions were out of my control or just things that have happened to me. I just, I genuinely feel like because of this person, I couldn't help but think of myself as so little of a person, think so less of myself. Um, because I, this person, I, I cared about them a lot more than I should have, definitely more than I should have. Um, and to hear that from someone that I genuinely liked at the time, it was a punch to the stomach. It wasn't even a slap to a face. It was a punch to the stomach. Because I had trusted this person. I opened myself up to this person. I spent so much time and energy on this person. Only for them to hurt me in a way that I really didn't know ever existed until then. That was 2017. It's 2021 now. The amount of hurt that I've gone through. The amount of stupid things that people have said to me. I put up with a lot. (laughs) I put up with a lot. And I think that's why when it comes to 
being with someone, whether it's just, you know, for fun or something serious. That's the whole reason why I play my cards in a way that I make it seem like you are the one that's lucky to have a chance with me. Because I can't give chances out to everyone. I'm extremely selective about who I give chances to. Because people seem to disappoint me almost every single freaking day. And with this person that I've been talking to. Some t- some days, I'm not going to lie. I wait for him to say something, do something that is so stupid so I can just cut him off. Because I expect so little from the male species. But all I can say as of now is that that's truly a man. He has exceeded my expectations to a different degree something I've never experienced before in my entire life. Even though it's felt like he has strung me along, I can tell that there is a genuine connection there, despite how many times I've wanted to just end things with him. (laughs) Then on the other hand, there have been people that I have associated with where I see so much potential in them but their fear of being tied down is more how should I say this their fear of being tied down is so clear that it's frustrating so then that's when I play my cards the right way and I make them feel like hey, like, I don't want a relationship from you. If I wanted that, you know, we wouldn't be in the position that we are right now. We would be in a whole different position. And by me playing it like that, not only do I keep control of everything, it shows that I am this person that wants to be desired. Oops sorry I'm a person that if you are not going to chase me well hell I'm not going to chase you plain and simple why am I about to bust my ass for a man that doesn't even want me what what do I look like doing that let me tell you a damn fool I don't have time for that I was with someone this past week, and let me tell you, pause, I'm going to get a little, I'm going to just bring a little carefree, lighthearted grace back real quick. Let me tell you, I have been plotting on this man for years, (laughs) for actual years. So the fact that I finally got to spend time with this person I told myself, if I set my mind to it, if I set my goddamn mind to it, I'ma get it. And what did I do? I got it. And when I spent time with this person, 
one, I was a little frustrated with myself for ducking him off for so long. But at the same time, I had literally told him to his face, you know, I don't give people chances. For me to even be in the same room as you right now, honestly, it's your blessing, not mine. Because I can't give everybody a chance. Not everybody is worthy of me. See how this whole thing of worth always pops up into my conversations. I know that I am the baddest of the baddest, okay? I am a very attractive person. To some people, I might not be, but hey, that's them, not me, okay? I have a great personality. I have an amazing heart, and I have an even more genuine soul. So why would I give that out to just anyone? Why would I... Bless someone with my grace. If they aren't worthy of it, that doesn't make any sense at all. So when I came to that realization with the help of one of my good friends when he came and visited me, I sat down, I thought about it, and I said, well, damn. I have so much to offer and I keep on offering it to these people that don't even want to be with me. What am I doing? How stupid am I being? And then, you know, the gears start clicking. And this is why I be playing the game, okay? I'm not even one to, I don't like being a player. You know, I be saying I'm, you know, pimp daddy grace, but uh, I don't like being that, (laughs) okay? I don't. But when I had these opportunities and chances to string people along, well, I don't want to say I string them along, but, you know, I let them, you know, I bless them with my appearance, okay? I bless them with myself. And when they get that chance, I see how long it takes them to mess it up. Because like I said, I don't give chances to everyone okay i don't i really don't but when i do i put my best foot forward because i want you to see how bad of a bitch i am so that you can see wow am i about to play this girl or am i genuinely about to like get to know her because she is a mystery I don't put all of my business out there. Hell, I don't even tell all my business on this damn podcast. I tell a heck of a lot of it, but I don't tell everything on here. And I like to think of myself like that because growing up, majority of high school and I would say probably the first year of college, I was a very public person. Everyone knew my business. People that didn't even know me knew my business. So then the last year, I learned how to be private. I learned how to hide a lot of aspects of myself. Hell, I deleted a majority of my pictures off of my Instagram for the sheer fact of if you want to know who I am, if you want to see who I am, you're going to have to spark up a conversation with me yourself. I'm not about to put myself out there. If you want to know me, get to know me. Get to know me 
in real life. Not over the phone, not over text, okay? Because babes, I'm top tier, okay? Top two when I ain't two, okay? But this is turning out to be a little bit longer than I wanted to be. So I'm going to leave it off on a high note. I will try my best to keep a good energy flowing through this podcast because even though I want to be as transparent as possible on here I do not want to have just sad episode after sad episode and just me talking about you know how terrible just certain things in my life are because at the end of the day I am truly blessed as long as I'm living breathing eating walking talking I am blessed by my dear Jesus Christ of Nazareth, okay? And I want you guys to know that you are so loved. You are worthy of love even when it feels like you are not, okay? That's something I have to remind myself every day. That you are an amazing person even if people make you feel like you're not or you have moments where you feel like you're not. Remember that it's not the end of the world when things don't go your way. It's something I always have to tell myself because I know feeling like you've lost control does feel like it's the end of the world, but it's not. It's okay. Keep pushing. I promise you there will be better days out there. You just have to wait. There, you know, blessings come in seasons and this might not be your season, but who knows? The next may be your season. This little month hiatus marks mark the end of season one if i'm being quite honest because now we're into season two because i'm in a different season of my life you are talking to a grace that's learning that she is worthy of more she is worthy of more than what she thinks she is worthy of okay she is someone that is blessed beyond measures beyond words that you can't even put out I am loved by so many. I'm cared for and cared by so many. I'm a blessing towards others. Because not everybody has the chance to have a grace in their life. Okay. (laughs) This is season two of a Walk With Grace podcast. And I hope you enjoyed the first episode of this season. I am your host, Grace. You can follow me on social media. My personal page at Grace Alexa with three A's. You can follow the podcast page, a Walk With Grace podcast. (laughs) I had to think about it for a second, my bad. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, I will see you guys next week whenever I decide to upload. And yeah, I will talk to you guys then. Bye!